This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Gutierrez here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. But before you ask John how he's doing, everyone, you know what it is. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to read a comment. We will read it. If you don't know, now you do know, we are sponsored by Fansided and Minute Media. So you can find us over at the Jet Press or the Daily Knicks or the actual Fansided homepage itself if they decide to write, write about one of the Jets or the Knicks. We're also on YouTube. If you see our faces, you already know that. Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period. No one wants right side, et cetera. That's just wild. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, hit the like button. Leave a comment. We're getting a lot of comments for the last Knicks video with Corey Teleba going through the Knicks draft, okay? If you guys haven't checked that out and you're Jets fans and Knicks fans, go make sure to check that out. I, I know what you're thinking. Some, some of you think, like, if you listen to this podcast, are you both Jets and Knicks fans? No. Some people are strictly Knicks fans. Some people are strictly Jets fans. But if you're both, that's the beauty of this. You get to go listen to both. And while you're also over there, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly, also sponsored by Minute Media. John, video producer Greg, our guy, co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport. Basketball, football, baseball, hockey, soccer, cricket. No, I'm just messing around. <laughs> Aussie. Far, Aussie not, football. Not they got far. you. They got you. Oh, my uncle Mike's been money. here from Australia. We, we've been going on some Aussie rule stuff. Man, <laughs> I don't want to get into it. <laughs> if you guys need to put money down on the line, these guys will help you out. But make sure to bet responsibly when you go check them out. And the last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. With that being said, my man, John, Mr. Malika. What up? Wearing your bling around your chest. What's good, bro? How you feeling today? <laughs> I have not taken this chain off. I think since I was like eight years old. <laughs> but yeah, what <laughs> up, man? <laughs> uh, everything's good, dude. The the Rangers lost in the last forty five seconds. That's the latest New York news. Kind of tough. That's tough. But we we just need one in Tampa. All right, we got we got another one coming out the day this episode drops. So we'll see how that goes. I'll be there game five. So I really want this steal in Tampa so we could have a potential game to go to the cup. And I'm there in the garden. I mean, what else can you ask for? We got the Yankees and the Mets, top of the league, still rocking and rolling. No matter no matter how much I try to jinx the Mets, I'm sure uh our video producer Greg, who's been a perpetual guest on this Jets episode. So he'll uh he'll fill he'll fill you guys in a little bit on that, I'm sure. 
But dude, I mean, everything is great. The NYCFC is killing it. The MLS things are great in New York sports. People are talking about the Knicks and the NBA Finals for absolutely no reason. Again, life is good. Dude. None. Life is good. Well, this, it, it ain't it ain't that episode because if there was that episode, we can talk about it tomorrow. Life is good. Life Nonsense. Is good in Knicks land. New York land. Life is good in Rangers land. Life is good in Jets land. And of course, that's why we're here. Every like we we have the OTAs coming up and. We're, gonna, we're about to get into all of it, but dude, just like think about from one year ago where we were sitting today, like how high our anxiety was. You know, what's Zach Wilson going to do? We're like, we're watching every single second of every single movement he does. Like, we're watching Elijah Moore. We have no idea what these coaches are going to do. Greg's like, we're going to win two games. It's a new coach. Like, you know, everything is just all over the place. We don't have a kicker. But now we're sitting here. And I, we all feel pretty good, man. I feel like things are stable from, from the top down. And so... Again, everything's good with me. Everything's good with New York sports. Life is good. How you doing, man? In out out in the trenches, out in in the green world, right? The, the NBA mm. green world things things are happening over there. What's the thank what's the God? Like? <laughs> thank God they lost yesterday because the streets would have been insufferable trying to get to work today. But thank you, Golden State Warriors, for doing your job, man. I've been enjoying these playoffs. Yesterday was just an ass whooping to the Boston Celtics. Uh, it's been a good, it's been an interesting series. Not necessarily a good series. Like the first game was good. Second game, it was, it's been interesting, I'd say, but we're not going to talk about that today. We can talk about that more tomorrow, but. Sounds like you're amen. a Celtics fan. <laughs> first game was great. Second game was interesting. Is it, <laughs> is it coincidence that the Celtics won? Nah, no, 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 no. Like it was actually competitive, competitive, man, because the last yeah. round, we didn't have really competitive bat. It was what? Warriors whooping the Mavericks ass. And then we have. The Celtics and the, the whole Heat playoffs would stick. Disgusting. Yo, if you're looking for good playoffs, man. Disgusting. You watch the NHL. If you're looking for good playoffs, go watch playoff hockey, man. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. <laughs> NHL's been a little bit more, a little more. I mean, first round was fun. Watching the Grizzlies and Timberwolves was fun. Get, getting some of those matches was fun. I mean, watching watching the Brooklyn Nets crumble was, you know, peak. That that's just peak. Uh, but hey, man, I'm just chilling over here, enjoying life. Front facing the camera now. New 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 setup. So enjoying that, but. Enough about me. We got a video producer, name, Greg. Alex. Now he really looks like Clay Thompson's lost brother. <laughs> and he looks lost out there. He might need me out there. Don't worry. I might be going out there for him. Oh, soon. don't say that legs. around Greg. Don't say he gets upset with Golden State slander. Watch out. <laughs> what up, Greg? What up, Greg? What's going on, bro? What's going on? It's not the Golden State slander. I don't like it's just every round. My favorite thing about John, I love the guy to death. We talk gambling, <laughs> we talk sports every day. It's just going to be, he said every round the Golden State's going to lose and they're going to lose the finals. He's like, yes, yeah, I told you, Golden State exactly. it doesn't have it. It's like, what? <laughs> and I know it's coming. I know it's going to happen, but I just, uh, I'm, I'm between a rock and a hard place right now because of John and this Golden State stuff. I hate Golden State. I hate Steph Curry. And what? I love awesome. Steph Curry. <laughs> That's the craziest part. I love Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Steph Curry. <laughs> Dude, he's a good shooter, I guess. I mean, wow. The, this, the, this, this answers a lot now. You so, know, no unanimous one, MVP. It's like Shaq can't get it, but this MVP. guy can. I don't get it. Two time MVP. All right. So, just so everyone knows, Greg <laughs> asked a question in the Slack on if Steph Curry is a good passer. I'm like, yeah, he is. No response, but no, not a good passer, like elite, <laughs> like elite, like people are trying and to tell he me is. he's the best. 
He's one of he's one of the best passes I've seen. Yes, Greg has, Greg has hot takes all over the place. I so. mean, he's not even top twenty five all time in pat and assists, but all of a sudden he's one of the best passers of all time. That's what I think the argument was one of the best passers of all time. So, yeah, he makes good passes sometimes, but he's not like a true point guard in the sense that he's facilitating everything. What is a true point? I, I don't even want to go down this road. This all is right, a Jets right, 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 right. this, this is too early to go off the rails. He's a absolute liability go. on defense. I mean, I could go on <laughs> oh all day, but we're here to talk God. Jets. We're here to talk Jets. So I'll reel it in a little bit. Everything's been good, man. I'm really excited for this episode because we got a little fun thing planned for the end. Let's get into some of this news because OTAs are here. Not too much really is going on in Jets land. Which I think for the first time in a while is like a great thing. It's like amazing. I'm, I'm so happy. It's amazing, man. Like I said from the top, it's just the most wonderful feeling ever that we're. I'm not dying with every single throw that Zach Wilson has because uh, I don't even know who wrote the article. I honestly don't care enough to to go back and check it. But somebody wrote an article, literally citing uh, DJ Enemy's uh, two tweets. That Zach Wilson had two bad throws and wrote a whole article about how Zach Wilson's looking bad, which is amazing. So, like, here I am not even caring about that. Like, I feel like I'm in, <laughs> in such a good place in Jets land. And I think that uh, we were talking a little bit off air, but it starts from the top and it just trickles down to the bottom, man. The coaches are out here. Uh, Coach Sala talking about uh, Rob Calabrese, who, you know, shout out to him, he's from East Islip, so a local guy. Oh, yeah. He, he's. You know, going through and telling us that he, it gives me Jeff Fisher vibes, but he was saying that, you know, he's getting calls uh, uh, from everyone, a little bit of Hugh Jackson vibes, that he's getting offensive coordinator calls already, which is really cool, hyping up his own guys. We got LaFleur. I feel like everyone's talking about how Zach Wilson's aged, you know, you know, maybe a year and a half to two years over this offseason because he got a little bigger, got a little taller, his like face grew in a little bit. Dude, look at LaFleur on the mic. Like, I encourage you guys after this podcast, just go pull up the last uh, LaFleur or the newest LaFleur press conference if he talks on Tuesday. He's so comfortable out there. The way he's now talking about, like, the Falcons job and how he was able to jump and what happened after his first offseason there. He, he said the same thing about San Francisco and how it was completely different. And he's like, I'm growing with the, you know, he's just, like, so comfortable and it's just such a contrast from last year. Last year, it felt like just a bunch of kids running around like, with their heads cut off. Like, LaFleur doesn't know what he's doing. It's a lot of just screaming things. So, you know, Wilson looks like a little kid. We have rookies everywhere. And it just feels good, man. It feels good to just – it feels like we're a real football team. I know we haven't put it up on the field yet. But for, for right now, at this moment, it just feels like we're a real football team. I don't know. It feels like a real outs? football team. No, it feels like a real football team because there's no drama. You know what? It's not like going through hard knocks and watching some crazy stuff or, or worrying about. When Jets drive is coming. Don't worry, bro. Oh, <laughs> man. The propaganda machine is coming down the pipeline. I can't wait. I love I it. Wait. I love it. And I hate it so much. It's like, <laughs> it's like they, I don't even know how to describe it. It really is like, you know, what do you think the headlines are going to be this year? For one day, we got Carl Lawson coming back. Oh, Carl, oh, the, like paper headlines or like one Jets drive? Like the one like, Jets drive headlines, right? Like we got Carl Lawson coming back. We got a bunch of rookies, Zach Wilson growing up. Like everything's positive. There's no, you got like, probably like the, revenge, like the revenge of Lawson, something like that. Uh, I don't know. Something along those lines. Uh, I'm, I'm hyped, it? man. Uh, I'm really hyped this so, year. I mean, there's going to be something tackle, on Jordan. That's going to be something every time, right? The, the, the tackle competition, that's going to be oh. really fun. 
Jordan Whitehead coming in. I mean, I'm 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 really excited. I mean, and he's he's looked he's a firecracker on and off the field apparently because he can't stay out of the news. I mean, it's OTAs. He got signed to a major deal. I don't know what it is about Jets and strong safeties, <laughs> but we we seem to love the news. Yo, yeah, it's about it's about that time. Jordan Whitehead, especially going. Uh, you know, attacking uh, fan-sided articles too. That's uh, <laughs> from Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah. he's been he's been in the news, dude. He he just he said, "I love everybody in Tampa. Just leave me alone." They took out a quote of his, kind of citing that the Jets are a better team than Tampa was, and so you know, it kind of just trickles down to that. You know, he's quote unquote talking smack about the Bucks. Good. I'm glad he's talking smack about the Bucks. Hey, <laughs> Greg, what have we been screaming about for the last year and a half on Winning Picks Weekly? The Bucks stink. <laughs> they stink in prime time, and their defense is so bad. Like it's it, yeah. it's fine. It's fine that he did that. Um, so and also, too, you, like didn't the Bucks not even give him an offer for free agency? It's like, yeah, like what is he going to say? Like great things about <laughs> love, the organization. Love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you for not even offering me a, a deal of any kind. Like, what is he supposed to say? I don't, you know, it's just it's headline season. We talked about it last week. It's storyline season. People just have to write stuff. They have deadlines to meet and stuff like that. So <laughs> they got to write something. Someone's got to write something and t- someone's got to stir the pot, right? But, yep. you know, instead of having like bad news of like, we're not, it's not bad news. It's just, it's just an annoyance, right? It's like, why are we even talking about this? Why is this even relevant? But you know, it is more relevant and more important than that. The Ring of Honor this year. Let's go. This, this, of is, dude, this is our era. Here. And you, this is, this is, this our, is our era. I'm, I'm glad that you yeah. said that because this is our era for, for our age group being thir- in the 30s, like early 30s. This is like well, really just like, whoo, this was the time, man. Like, sure, we had when people, Jack, ask, Payton, when people ask why are you a Jets fan. This is it. Like, like, oh, they never won since you were, uh, you know, uh, the 60s, blah, blah, blah. You weren't even alive. Like, this is why. Like, these guys right here. Yeah, these guys made like two AFC championships. Two back-to-back AFC championships. Let's get that straight. There was a lot of hope. I mean, these guys. I mean, let's talk about the three right now. We got Brickshaw Ferguson, Darrell Revis, and Nick Mangle. Like three of the best at their position to ever do it for the Jets. Actually, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I'll take. I'll take that. I'll take that back. Kevin Mawai would probably have some words for for Nick Mangle, but Nick Mangold is definitely up there as one of the best centers that we've ever had, uh, you know, in franchise history. But those three, man, like. Talk about a star-studded draft, right? But also, Mawai went to Tennessee, so you know, mangled, yeah. mangled's that all-time Jet, and I guess it yeah. kind of does mean something to the fan base. Like we all, we all say, oh, whatever, whatever. You know, when it's actually happening, but once they're finally retired, I can see how it makes a difference. Like Mangold no, is going mean, to be above Mawai, even though the accolades might not show that. Like for the New York Jets, Mangold is just—he, you know—he's an ambassador now. He's just—he's a New York mm-hmm. Jet through and through. So. Well, think about it, man. It's you're growing with a player, right? Like that's the that's the that's why New Yorkers love homegrown teams. They want to grow and see the, the athletes like they go through the ups and downs. You know, they want to see a lot of success, but they will go through the ups and downs. Think about how we talk about like Patrick Ewing for the New York Knicks, right? If you're talking about the core four for the New York Yankees, why do you like them? Came through the system, came through the farm league, and they were successful, right? You talk about anyone from any any sport, right? Look what the Rangers are doing. Talk about the kids right now. They, people are going to be excited to watch these kids for the Rangers play for the next couple of years. All right. Because if they stick together, it's like, yo, I got to watch these kids. Like, I got to see their success, got to see how they developed over the years. And you feel proud because 
as a fan, we're just fanatics and we're just highly invested in these teams and we want to see what happens every single year. Take, you know, it's the good and the bad that comes with being a the sports fan. You know, you're going to have some bad times, but through those bad times, you know, we always talk about, oh, the damn games. Like you talk about Patrick Ewing, like, oh, the finger roll, but you know what you're going to talk about? You're also going to talk about Patrick Ewing's greatness, right? Like that, that, that's what it is. And with the Jets, you know, that time period, even though it was very short for us, those two years were, were kind of magical with, uh, Mark Sanchez, you know, the, the Sanchez at, at the helm with Nick Mangold, the mad backer. The beard, all those guys on, on one team. It was a fun team to watch. And you had a, you know, a, a, a loud mouth head coach. Even, even Ed Reed was there. I mean, it was, it was, it was good times, man. And, and it was definitely a nice transition, right? We had the Testa Verde and the Pennington. And then this was our age of, of Sanchez. Like, man, Greg, we were, we were in college, man. We were watching these games. I mean, just screaming about them every day. I, uh, I mean, this is our best memories and our worst memories, right? Like we have the Patriot stuff. We got, you know, the highs and lows of that. We got the lows of the Steelers. We got the highs and lows of the Colts. We beat Peyton Manning, smacked Peyton Manning, and then he crushed my whole soul, you know, trying to get to the Super Bowl after the second half comeback. Like, what do you, th- what do you think about, uh, you know, these three and uh, this era in general? I mean, all-time greats. I mean, all-time greats, like, obviously for the Jets, but honestly for their positions. Like, when these guys were playing, they were the best in the league at their respective positions. Like, you know, Darrell Revis obviously can go down possibly the best cornerback of all time. And then Mangold and Brick, I mean, those guys were monumental in the success that we had. So it was great to watch. It was great to be part of it. <laughs> uh, Alex talked about Mark Sanchez. I remember where I was when we drafted him. Like I was, <laughs> I was so excited that we got him because it was like, okay, USC, he's been killing it. This is the piece we need because we have the team. And like you said, back-to-back AFC championship appearances, some success in the playoffs, more success than we've seen since and more success we've seen before. So it was a great run. It, we didn't get it done and win a Super Bowl, but it was all-time all-time vibes for those years. It was great for us. Like you said, it was like right after high school, all through college. Every year we were competitive. Every year we knew we were going to have one of the best, if not the best defense in the league. All we needed was confident quarterback play and a rushing attack. And some years we had it, some years we didn't. But with these pieces that are going into the, you know, ring of honor, there's a reason why we were successful. If, and honestly, something to think about, like going forward, like two offensive linemen in a shutdown corner, there's a chance we have, we have two offensive linemen that we just drafted that are young and up and coming guys in a shutdown corner that we just drafted that if we can replicate some version of what we had, you know, maybe we get on a little run here as a franchise. So Man, those are such good times. Those are such good times. And we always knew we had the the head coach who was annoying, but he would sound like us, right? Like going there screaming about oh, yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> like from oh, yeah. day one. But that's what no we reason. loved, right? It's because yeah. it, it felt like and that was the thing. It felt like you had a fan coaching your team who was as passionate Sometimes as you a coach fan, like a fan though. Coaching. Sometimes he did, which was, which was, which was to his detriment, you know, and, and that's why some players lasted a little bit longer than others and, and got some favoritism. But that was, you know, that was what made that, that era fun. And I think the one craziest thing before one, one of the craziest things I'll say is think about DeBrickishaw Ferguson. Like I, I just want, I, cause him, right. And like when we talk about excellence, can you, you guys know that he only missed one snap of his entire career. Yeah. Like one snap. Yeah, it was because he had to. 
Cause yeah, because he it, had it was, to. His helmet. Do you know? Do you know how many snaps he's actually played? Do you know the yeah. actual number? Go ahead. He played ten thousand three hundred. <laughs> he he counted for ten thousand three hundred fifty-one snaps. Only missed one. So yeah. then ten thousand three hundred fifty-two. You knew this man never missed a game. Talk about Iron Man, bro. Iron Man status. And that's what we're that's what we're hoping for. And that's why we're you see like someone like Beckton come through. You're like hoping that he could be like another guy who's like another DeBrickershaw Ferguson, even though hasn't started out like Brick, because Brick never missed a game. But the intensity, the greatness, man, those times were good. And he had Mangold, one of the smartest centers, talented centers. And then yeah, Revis. Yeah. Mm. yeah, dude. <clears throat> and since this is such a feel good episode, we're in feel good vibes right now. We're going to have a little game today where we try and solve the current New York Jets problems, right? And wherever you see that whatever unit needs the most help. And we're going to draft them with ex-Jets players. However, the caveat is they cannot be in the Jets ring of honor because that's too easy, right? Like Mawai, Mangle, everyone's a great pick. We'll just throw them in. That's no fun. So... We're gonna mostly go. These are like the real fan favorites in here. We're gonna we're gonna fix this roster because not only is it feel good, and we get to you know keep reminiscing about uh, our old you know favorite Jets players here on this great episode that we're kind of honoring the Ring of Honor, but also it kind of is gonna go with my little narrative that I'm I'm slowly pushing here. I got an agenda, and it's we're not that far off. Like, I don't think this New York Jets team is that far off. Like, we don't need superstars. We don't need Hall of Famers in order to, like, do something here. I honestly think a couple of plugs in here, even old guys that nobody cares about, that that just, like, you know, name favorites for us, I really think that it would be able to get us over the top. I mean, we're going to do the schedule coming up soon, the way too early prediction on an episode coming up soon. But I was uh, going back and forth with somebody on Twitter. Dude, like, seven games is really right there. And then, you know, seven games feels like the, 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 the floor here. And if you could bump it up to eight or nine, like that, then, you're, then we're talking wild card. We're definitely in the hunt. So here we are. We got, we got our first annual, you know, Knicks Jets, et cetera, Jets episode snake draft. We got all, all of us three on here. Greg, do you have an order for us? Yeah, I can do it real quick. We're doing a little randomized here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's and do again, a little random. Do, so it's going to be a, a snake draft. And then we're going to do what? Three picks each? Yeah, three picks each. And the, the, and the caveat three. is that the, so or, or, let me just make sure that we're doing this right. So we're going to, we can choose players, but we're, when we're choosing the players, it has to be at, obviously how they played with the Jets, right? Like it can't be like, I'm going to choose Le'Veon like, Bell. No. Yeah. You can't choose Le'Veon Bell, like Prime no, no, Le'Veon no. Bell. Yeah. You it, have to choose. With, so like when we choose somebody, they had to have been good, hopefully with the Jets. <laughs> Yeah, it has to be with the, when they're playing with the Jets. But you know what? I'm gonna expand the field a little bit. You can pick a coach if you want. If that's if that if you know if that really ooh. makes you happy. Ooh. If you want to switch ooh. out one of our coaches for this guy, because remember you're gonna replace him, right? So if you were to hypothetically pick Chad Pennington, Zach Wilson's out or he's benched or whatever it is. So I'm just we'll making see. sure that no one chooses. I'm just making sure no one chooses Ed Reed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do a Jets celebration episode and talk Ed Reed. I, <laughs> I don't think that's, uh, that's where we're going here. Okay. I like that. So, all right. So, order here. I got John one, Alex oh. two, 
Greg three. Mm. I'll write that right. down. First so pick. Me. First pick here. All right. So that mean and since this is a snake draft, so everyone knows Greg is on the turn, so that means he goes twice, and so will John to end us out. Yeah, we're already yeah. selecting three players, right? Three players. Yep. So I'll start off in what I think and I've been preaching is the weakest part of our entire team. <laughs> Happens to be our defense. Happens to be linebacker. And I'm tossing it up here now because I know there's, there's fan favorites all over here on the defensive line. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys, you know, some options here. But I'm going with my man, David Harris, dude. If we could have David Harris next to CJ Mosley, like, mm. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that would be an unstoppable run defense, first of all. Nobody's running anywhere. And then on the coverage, he was pretty damn good too. He was the leader of our defense. I I don't think he's a he's, he's ever going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't even think he's a fringe Hall of Famer. But you know what I mean? He's just a guy that we got in the second round that actually hit. So he has you know that part of my heart because he's a second rounder that actually hit for the New York Jets. And second of all, he's just been a beast. What feels like my whole life, right? Like he he got drafted in 07. He was riding with us until 2016, and then we don't count that 2017 year. Never happened, <laughs> never existed. No, <laughs> we just don't about talk it. about it. We just don't talk about it. But, dude, yeah, I'll, I'll take three to five sacks and uh, a million tackles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where I was thinking first, too. It's like if I'm going to pick anyone, it's probably going to be a linebacker, and Harris, to me, is right up there at the top of the list. So I agree with you, especially because, like, again, with the draft, we're trying to fix or fill the needs for this current team. And we've talked about it. Linebacker is definitely a weak spot for us. So him and Mosley together, I mean, that would be such an upgrade for us. It would be incredible. You know, Ten plus Man. years, playing all the time, 100 tackles locked in easy. We need to keep praying like for a linebacker, bro. It's going to keep praying. I'll, I'll do Jets drafts. <laughs> Jets fan drafts is going to be a linebacker. Anything. Anything to help <laughs> us. <laughs> Man. John going Alex. with David Harris. That's a good choice. It's a very, very good choice. Very good choice. On the clock. Hmm. I know. I got no my trades. two picked. I'm really nervous Alex is going to sneak one right here. I, I think Alex is hmm. going to take one of your guys, but we have not discussed this at all. This is just in my head. Yo. Hmm. Hmm. So, wait, I'm just curious. So, David Harris is playing what? what like what? He's linebacker. playing middle linebacker. Well, middle linebacker. He's playing linebacker. So okay, yeah. okay, okay. I don't care who plays this, the Sam and who plays the damn. They're gonna kill everyone. Okay, 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 okay. Hmm. This is pretty tough, man. It's tough because it's like when they were on the Jets. So there's a lot yeah. of games out there that's like, how are you fixing this team, Alex? Where are you looking? Jeez, I think, you know, I'm looking at safety, man. Okay. I'm looking at safety. I'm not really like, yeah, shout out to Jordan Whitehead for, for clapping back, at, at, <laughs> you know, clapping back and standing his ground. But well, Marcus Joyner, man. He's good. He's just not healthy. Uh, he's good. He's not healthy. But, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like safety of like moving people around. Mm. Yeah, do what you want. Jets. Get a little crazy. Get a little crazy. What do you got? Get a little crazy. Get a little crazy. He's bringing 33 All back right. in here. 33. 
something. <laughs> nah. You know what, though? A couple of good 33s. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'm not bringing a 33. I'm not going to bring it in. I'm going to bring in Kerry Rhodes. I'm going to move Jordan White. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring right. in Kerry Rhodes. Get Kerry Rhodes back there, baby. Let's, let's strengthen, strengthen our safety crew, all right? Let's get, uh, let's get, let's get some good eyes back there. Good Hawkeyes watching the QB, making sure we got the, the deep ball protected. All right. We'll go with Kerry Rhodes to help, uh, round this up because I don't trust a Marcus Joyner. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna move, uh, Jordan Whitehead over to play, uh, strong safety. I mean, That's he would I'm love gonna... that, dude. He would love that. Oh, yeah. he, he's been, he's been, uh, a little mad about how he's not respected by Jets Nation. He made that known. Uh, a couple of years back uh, on the Twitter world. I I mean, I'll never forget that fumble six he had with us. That was fun. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. He, he had a couple of good games. I don't love him, but the Jets really have slim pickings out here at free safety. We had a lot of fun, strong safeties, right? Like double A, even Jamal Adams, Whitehead now, like a lot of fun guy, Eric Smith, even, even, you know, just killing people out there. Coleman, I think played there for a little bit, but, I don't mind this pick, dude. Kenny Rhodes is fine. We just haven't had that premier guy. Now I know why you're asking we about never... Ed Reed, though. You want you try you try you're trying try to get those that Ravens Ed Reed trying to fix there. that safety spot. <laughs> Look, man, I'm looking for a guy that's be a ball slick out hog here back there. Looking for you. a ball hawk, all right? And I think <laughs> not saying that Kerry Rhodes is a ball hawk for the Jets, but that's all we got. Ju- that's all. That's legitimately honestly, all honestly we, got. we got. And it's not. And it's not. Like shout, like appreciation to Jim Leonard. Love Jim Leonard. Oh, Jimmy Leonard. Okay, that's he's a good one. one. He's a good one. Yeah. He's oh, not a bad. Good one. One, keep but, that in my pocket. You give me some answers. But, but you know, like, <laughs> but, you know, like they're, 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 coach. Know, that's Coach Leonard answers. to you. That's Coach. Leonard. Exactly. He was Coach Leonard, smart guy on the field. Oh, great. He's them, in my back pocket. All all right now, but it's on you. All right. So I got I got two picks right now. And they're going to be two spots that we talked about all season. Like we need to address in the off season. We need to address in the off season. We need to address in the off season. <laughs> Have we done it? We don't know yet. But I know two, two players. Guys. We'll start know, with one that we will that would have fixed it. No problem. Muhammad Wilkerson. Give Ooh, me yeah, Mo Wilkerson rushing on the left side every time. I mean, we're talking about a guy that had. One season had 10 and a half, 12 sacks. Again, drafted in 2011, was with us till 2017. There were some ups and downs. There were some injuries. There was some off the field stuff. But when it came time to ball, when our there was also some was no production ball, either, bro. <laughs> yeah, there was some. There was some. There was some slow seasons. There were some slow spots. Don't get me wrong. But oh, when we oh, needed, oh, you got, uh, slow when, seasons, I like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple in there. Six sacks, five sacks, still would help our team right now. And that's what we're trying to do. So. Yes, we got Jermaine Johnson. We don't know what he's going to be. So if you're talking about bringing someone in that fills a void, I think Wilkerson would have done a great job rushing for us. He would have just been the one-two punch that we needed to really get after the quarterback. So that's who I'm going with in the first round. I'm nervous about your second pick. I'm nervous about your second pick because I think one of my guys is going to make it. Oh, boy. (laughs) Who you got? Who you got here? What what position are you going with? So we talked again. We need help at the wide receiver position. We need help all year. We need a big body, someone that can that can we can look to in the red zone, someone that can stretch the field. 
His time on the Jets was short. I know who this is. Can but I guess when it? He yeah, was here. Yeah, who was it? Go ahead, go ahead. You can finish it a little quick. It was Brandon Marshall. Yeah, I knew you were going to say yeah, I knew it was Brandon 1,500 yards. It was 14 touchdowns. It was all pros. It was Pro Bowls. It was him and someone else I won't say because I got to respect the draft. <laughs> going off at the wide receiver spot. We were having – it was the best passing offense that the Jets have put together, at least that I can remember. So watching that offense throw the ball down the field – I hope we can get back to it with Wilson. I hope that the people that we've picked up uh, in this draft and the draft before uh, with Moore and Wilson again can give us enough options that we have a couple guys who can get it done. But Brandon Marshall, the speed, the power, the hands, all that combination, something that we desperately need uh, on our team right now. So those are my two picks. That was Marshall, Corey Davis. Wilson, Moore, and Berrios. Yeah, bad. It's a solid five. five. That's a solid solid five. five. Interesting. So, so I'm liking how Greg's positional need is still solidifying the D line. Yep. (laughs) And uh, and he's also reassuring uh, the wide receiver. I like it. I like it. I was thinking about as soon as we we talked about all topic. As soon as we (laughs) right. As soon as we brought up this topic. To be honest with you, Brandon Marshall was one of the first names that came to me because he's just that tall body, right? He's, it's it's not we don't need the other guy that you're talking about his 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 running mate or we don't need that other guy you know LC like we you know 80s like we don't need 87s you know we honestly don't need them right now. You just think about the names that we talked about this season because again we're not going to be drafting them because they weren't Jets, but his running mate in Chicago, Allen Robinson, big body guy can go up and get the ball. DK Metcalf. We talked about AJ uh, Brown or whatever down in Tennessee is now an Eagle. You know, these are big body guys that we need. And maybe we got it with Garrett Wilson is obviously not as big and strong as these guys, but he's got the hands. He's got the route running. He's got the athleticism. So we'll see. But again, both positions or stuff we talked about all offseason we need. And these guys are all time. I mean, Mo Wilkerson, I think is that defense will get to the rest of the draft. We'll talk about it, but that defensive line when they were humming, I mean, there was nothing like it. So, Alex, you're up. Your second pick here. Okay, I'm actually not as concerned about the wide receiver as you are to go out and get Brandon Marshall. I'm actually pretty. I like what we're going with wide receiver. Okay, but I am. I, mean, I am going to go back to the defensive side. I am going back to the defensive side, and it ain't for linebacker. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Pass rusher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. First thing is the same as mine. I think. I think a pass rusher. All right. I (laughs) want a guy who's 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 gonna maul people (laughs) at the line. Big body. Yeah. Give me Sean Ellis, baby. Give me Sean Ellis. Oh, I like that. I love that. That was one of my two picks. That was so. That's what I was hoping. Give me Sean Ellis. Dude, he was an absolute. Monster Beast. on the Jets. He's one of the guys that literally nobody talks about, and I. It sucks for him uh, a little bit. I'm shocked that he wasn't in the Ring of Honor. He was the one player where I went through, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe that Sean Ellis is in there." I mean, by today's numbers, not you know, not too shabby. Like a 12 and a half sacks in the season that even holds up today. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He he's the um, 33 years old, 
He had uh, three and a half sacks in his first six games. I mean, the guy, the guy was a beast throughout his whole career with us. I remember for a time, I couldn't like, I didn't, I couldn't even watch a Jets game, but you just knew that Sean Ellis was going to come out there and dominate. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a typical New York Jet. I wanted him to line him up with Harris, but Sean Ellis, dude, he's the man. Sean Ellis, I mean, played the left side for such for such a long time. Dude was amazing, bro. And like the thing is that he played his position so well where he didn't need to dominate with the numbers, but you just knew he was making an impact on the field because he played the position just so well and so right. I remember writing an article for uh for when Empire Writes Back part of Fanside was still active. And I was trying to think of like the top three uh jets during the twenty tens, and I wanted to include Sean Ellis, but he only played one year after t- he played 2010 and 2011. He didn't play. He was such an early, he was such a, the early, like 2000 to 2010 was like his, his frame, unfortunately. Like, it, can you imagine if it was actually with that team that we talk about? He, like, he, that, I mean, he was, but it's just like, can you imagine, like, even down the line, like further down the line with, like, seeing, like, maybe with the Fitz, like the Fitz Magic era, right? Having like a, sol- a more solid defense then. Because you had the, you need someone with more, a little bit more veteran leadership outside of Muhammad Wilkerson, young guys like Sheldon uh, Richardson, uh, and guys like that. So I wish Ellis could have played a little longer, but he had a solid 11 year career with the New York Jets. So I'm, I'm going to stay on that line. The other guy, uh, he has my first name. I mentioned uh, he's got two numbers. <laughs> I, I personally like the 94 version of him better than the 56 version, regardless of. Any number stats? Because that was just my guy, dude. And that's, of course, Johnny Abraham. My mm-hmm. dude. The last pass rusher that we had on this New York Jets team. I mean, that was when I, you know, started to having to defend myself in school for for my fandom, right? <laughs> like, right at the 2000 draft, we had Keyshawn Johnson, who had just wrote that book. So everyone's, like, making fun of me. Like, you know, how are you a Jets fan? Yada, yada, yada. The Giants still had their uh, cool old school logo going, their, you know, colors, their old colors. Like they were the good team. The Jets stunk. We traded for Johnny Abraham. He absolutely killed it in the first half of the season, got injured, came back, had a monster year, but he put up like 13 sacks, went to the Pro Bowl, came back, got injured again. And then that was basically all, all, you know, all she wrote for the Jets career until, you know, he came back, whatever, later on. But you're talking about wish wish he could have done better, wish he could have stayed healthy. I mean, Johnny Abraham is the ultimate guy. If he was on this team, if he stayed healthy, if he never moved on, you know, uh, in the trade, I feel like he would have been an all-time player for the New York Jets. And I feel like he just slips through the cracks. Definitely happens with some of these guys. I mean, he had a long career after he left. Our organization, I mean, he was lights out when he was with us. So what could have been? I mean, that was right in the heat of it, too, where we, we could have used them. I mean, we could have used them for these runs. God, Absolutely. I didn't realize he played till he was 36. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. He, like, he never left, dude. He just yeah. kept playing. But, like, we just forget because for the, for the New York Jets, we only had a little glimpse of him. But for some reason, in my head, he's always remembered as New York Jets. I'm sure Falcons fans only remember him. You know, as an Atlanta Falcon, so sure. You know, that's all. That 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 that's all I got on that piece. You guys have anything to add uh, on Johnny Abraham? 
I mean, he was just a monster. As you're, nah, he was just a monster, as, as you as you said. But wish he could have been longer as a new played here longer as a New York Jet. I mean, there's just so many guys throughout history where you just wish they could have had a little bit longer career, and that's kind of been the issue with the Jets, and that's kind of why we're excited about this new team, right? It, it feels like these guys can be our own and a core that we can watch grow over a period of time. And a lot of these guys, we either draft them and they leave too early or we get them too late at the end of their career. And for Abraham, it was just, you, you left too early. So that's, all, that's, I wish you could have stayed a jet. There's a lot of guys. I wish that could have stayed a jet, you know, and could have had a healthy career like Chad Pennington. I wish Chad Pennington could have stayed a jet and had a healthy career. You know, I mean, get a healthy career first, then say the jet. I feel like that <laughs> in that order for me, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to round it out with another guy that's in our era. That's actually in the era of the ring of honor. And this is more of a bolster pick. Uh, this is just to, you know, unfortunately for my boy, Bryce Hall, like this would kind of move him out of the rotation. And I'm really adding to what I think is one of our strengths, right? Like we added a big time free agent cornerback. We added our fourth round pick. And now we're going to add number 31, bro. Add, you know, everyone talking about how Gardner needs to be Cromartie. Let's just add Cromartie. <laughs> put him next, put him next to Gardner and then throw DJ Reed in there and just have dominant cornerback. So that's my full team. Harris, Abraham, Cromartie and Cromartie just to. Get us just two more wins. You guys think those, you think you guys, you guys think they'll get us two more wins? Get us to the playoffs here. I mean, we'll talk about that at the end after 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 we did. I'm not I'm not gonna give uh give give awards. Over here. <laughs> all right, we, we, we could all debate and see who's got the better team. But fine, fine, I like it. I, I, I like I like the pick. I like I like Cromartie. As you said, Sauce Gardner. We talk about how Sauce Gardner has the build of Cromartie, so it just makes sense to go get Cromartie. I feel like Cromartie. He never got. He always got a lot of heat from Jets fans. Because we were expecting just two shutdown corners, but no one ever realized how much he got peppered versus Darrell Rivas, like by targets. Like he saw double to triple the amount of targets. And that's just a lot more work for Cromartie. And like whenever someone made a catch, you're like, of course they're making a catch. It's like, well, by sheer numbers alone, people are going to be making catches on Cromartie because no one's going to throw Rivas's way. So Cromartie had to work double. And I think we need to give a little bit more appreciation to Crow. Than uh, than he usually gets on than when he was a, uh, a New York Jet. I just remember the first time seeing him come to the team, and the first thing was the Chargers like the tackle that he didn't dive in for. He's like watch back, like oh no 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 no, I'm good, not doing anything. They also they also want to go after the guy that got a bunch of interceptions versus Peyton Manning. Yeah, true. That's that's for sure. But for my second pick, this is interesting. It's gonna be my last pick. I win two defensive players. Do I want to go offense to round it out and add it? Or I do I want to stick guys defense? I feel like I'm in the green room right now and drafting. I want one of my guys to be picked. <laughs> Who you got? I <laughs> see, see, the thing is, like, uh, people are probably wondering, like, why I'm not taking anyone on offense. But I think our offense is fine. I'm actually not too worried about offense because I think we've loaded up on offense the last – Two seasons, so that's why I've been taking. Well, I think defense could just continuously take another step forward. So I'm gonna go. Hmm, I'm gonna go linebacker this route. I'm gonna go linebacker. All right, oh, come on. I'm gonna go linebacker. I'm gonna go to, to guys. I, I'm getting in I'm, this I'm draft. My head, I, 
Is he a saint? Was he a saint for a while? No, he was not a saint oh. for a while. But this guy is one of our favorite hosts of a podcast or a radio show. <laughs> this guy's a beast. This guy had the nickname the Mad Backer. Number 57, Bart Scott. Can't right. wait. Gotta take Bart Scott. Gotta add some. I just like I, we need defensive intensity on this team. And he there's no one that brings more intensity than Bart Scott. <laughs> you got sick. Bart Scott, Sean Ellis, huh? <laughs> I, sick to his stomach I right thought now. I had I this it. locked up. I, I had a whole I had two minutes ready to go on Bart Scott. You kind of led me though. You're like, oh, I went defense. Maybe I'm gonna go offense now. <laughs> me too. Like, we had the linebacker. There's no way he's going on a linebacker. I think that's a great pick, man. <laughs> We need the heart, we need the intensity, we need a, we need that fire from our defense. You want to talk about vocal leader? Yeah. You like, that's the thing that I'm I'm missing from this defense. Like, I'm missing that fiery vocal leader who's going to like get you going, you know? And he played with Ray Lewis for a little bit down in Baltimore. So I think he went from there. He might be louder than Ray Lewis at this point. He's definitely louder than, than Ray Lewis. And with his, uh, his, his Detroit, uh, accent, it makes it even much more beautiful because when he's angry, he's angry, bro. So watching him, having him, Sean Ellis, put, and put, uh, Kerry Rose back there, I think our defense, uh, takes an improvement because I'm, I'm pretty fine on the offense, but I guess I'm just used to seeing the, uh, the 09 2010 Jets having a solid defense. All the time. I just want that defensive intensity to come back. So let's go. Bart Scott, Sean Ellis, Kerry Rhodes, not in that order. In the reverse order. Let's go. I like that Bart now, Scott. What about you, Greg? What about you? Dude, I'm 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 scrambling now. I have Bart <laughs> He's Scott tilting now. He's tilting. I was ready to go. I was gonna say you only need to know two words about this guy, and that's can't wait. He's the most gifable jet of all time. Still use him to this day. I mean Oh, he was great. Back in with two linebackers still is blowing my mind, but you know, we're going to survive. We're going <laughs> to adapt. We're going to overcome. Ellis, Ellis not a linebacker. Come on. He's on the yeah. line. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. I Boy, guess dude. my fault. I thought Carrie Rhodes, but you know, you're right. He's safety. So you went all three levels on defense. I like that. Yeah. I did. And so, I like and so did I. I went, I went Harris, uh, the linebacker, Abraham on the line, and Cromartie in, in the secondary. Yeah, God. So I'm the only one going offense. So you guys are all set on offense. It's just, huh? it's yeah, just it's all good. Like what? We're fine well, with offense. Here's the thing. I would add Curtis Martin, but he's in the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Okay? Wayne Crebet. I would have to just put in there, and even though I feel like like him and Barrios running over the field <laughs> would just be really fun, and you know more. But that's I don't even know if I would pick him. Like it's unnecessary. We have, you know, that's Marshall the thing. Like we really have a like, good pick because we don't have that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree yeah. with that. Marshall, Marshall, probably the thing I'll regret is not taking Marshall, if I had to be honest. But I, I also look at this offense and I'm like, we have wide receivers, we have running backs. Outside of Kurt, Curtis Martin, who am I going to take? Like Chris Ivory? Like I'm not taking. I'm not. I'm not taking. Uh, well, I'm not taking LT for one season. I so, know. I'm looking at two long. I'm looking at two running backs right now. So maybe we'll get I'm, to some honorable yeah, mentions and I'm as well. Definitely not taking yeah. Sean Green. Definitely yes. not taking Sean Green. Well, I was, I was, you know, I mean, like he, was okay yeah. <laughs> on, he was okay for All one right, season. Come on, he was okay for one season. I'll round this draft out. I'll still go linebacker. John alluded to him earlier. 
He loved the Jets so much. He came back a second time. <laughs> yeah. He went down. He went down to Cleveland and was like, "This ain't it. It's not the times. New York Jets." Yeah, <laughs> we have some. We have. Oh, I know. Who interesting yeah, yeah, I like history with Demario Davis, but I'm taking him. Great. He's a good great one. That's interior a good one. linebacker for us. We need run stoppers. So this is actually what I was between. I was between Demario Davis and I was between Snacks. Because I got Mo Wilkerson Snacks already. Is a good it's one. like, let's go Stack Harrison and just clog up this defense. So those were the two that I was kind of going back and forth with in my head. But I think we got, you know, Q Will's got an interesting year this year. He's got a prove it year for us on the defensive line in the middle. So I'm going to go with Demario Davis right now. I think we need a linebacker. I think we all agree we need a linebacker because we all took one. So <laughs> give me Demario Davis. Um Sucks that he probably had his best years in New Orleans after he left our team, but still he was great for us when we had him in those, you know, early 2012, 13, 14 years. So, um, yeah, that rounds it out for me. Mo Wilkerson, one, Brandon Marshall, two, Demario Davis, three. Nice, and you want nice. snacks and- as your honorable mention? Yeah, that was, that's what I was between. I was between those two guys. And I was thinking another offensive guy. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Thomas Jones as a running back? Ooh. I just don't think I love. So that's my jersey. Right? One good that season behind me every day. That's I hate a Thomas, couple that's years. Thomas Jones jersey. I just the, the whole the whole exercise is I just I like our running backs. That like was Bruce my problem Hall, too. I like Michael Carter, and you know even our backups are fine. So you know we have Coleman hanging out there. I even like Ty Johnson. You <laughs> know I know I'm crazy, but you know they're fine. I don't I don't I wouldn't waste one of my three picks. To try to update that, to be honest with you, that's and, what that, I was and that's and that's kind of why I went all defense because I'm legitimately happy with what we have on offense. Even though we haven't seen Garrett Wilson play, even though we haven't seen you know uh, Zach Wilson in a second stint, I'm still fine with what this team potent this team's potential is. That I don't think offense is another way to go. Like. One, like, I guess the bigger thing is, like, I'm confident Zach Wilson, even though he's taking a step next season. But two, even if he's not, having Brandon Marshall out there with a quarterback that's kind of like, you know, a little shaky doesn't really make a big difference. But the thing that will make a big difference is if you have a solid edge rusher, solid linebacker, and a solid pass coverage. So that's why I went in that direction. And, you know, with, with, with Thomas Jones, yeah, I mean, as a Jet, he had, you know, he had two good seasons, like rushing one. Like, yeah, well, he had three. He, he was a thousand yard rusher for three seasons. But he I, like, when I think about this year, not a lot of touchdowns yeah, his first year, but not a lot of touchdowns. But the thing that the th- the other thing is too, like, how much did it actually translate to winning? And like, we were truly like 2008 was Brett Favre, and so like Brett Favre had the thumb, so he couldn't throw for part of the season. And then who who who, who was 2007 that uh that that really. <laughs> That we're really lighting it up, you know. what I mean, we went four and twelve, so it's cool. You had a thousand rushing yard uh, season, but we went four and twelve as the Jets. That's why, like, I really think it's like one good season because it actually translated to something with that uh, 09 season. All right. So you have do you have a real quick? Do you have a honorable mention for you? We get. I'll give Snacks Harrison to Greg just on the way back here. Any? You have a you have another guy here just for fun. Honorable honorable mention. Woo. I guess so. Greg took snacks. You know, even though he was a problem child here, <laughs> I did. I did enjoy it. 
I'm going to go Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon was, nice. Sheldon was yeah. solid, man. He was solid. Nice. Like, like solid, like right. clogged the middle fast Speak, off the line. Speaking Quick of feet. problem childs, I'm going with another one. That's how I end here. I'm going with Santana Moss. My absolute dude, bro. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I don't care what he said to who. I love <laughs> Santana Moss. I loved him when he went to Washington. I like that was the first ever away jersey that I ever wanted to buy because Santana Moss went. And I was like, dude, I really want the Santana, a new Santana Moss jersey. So I didn't do it. But that was the closest I ever got. That's going to be my honor. It doesn't help anything with this team. That's why I, did. <laughs> I didn't pick him, but I just want Santana Moss. Lavernius Coles was on my mind, too. Shout out to him. Eric Decker. Yeah. Like, those guys are cool. I, I was like thinking about them. Decker. I was thinking about Cole, but to your Lavernius Coles. But to your point, like, Brandon Marshall is just the body type and the thing that we need the most. So if, um, if anything, I was thinking, I was thinking, too, at the end, maybe the body. it's Patrick. Fitzy, get that, get that Brandon Marshall and Fitzy combo I'll going. Never forgive him Stop for this. The Buffalo game. Stop this. Sorry. Stop I'll this. With him. his impromptu retirement. I'll Good never friend. forgive him. Congratulations, yeah, Fitz. One. Congratulations on retirement. That's a good. That's a good episode. All right, guys. Yeah. This is a good place to end it. What got everyone? I obviously, one. Obviously, my team's the best. So. Obviously, oh, my no. team's the best. But you got to let us I'm know. I'm the in best the one. What are we talking about? Yeah, I got to let us know. People probably like, you know, like, I get it. I get it. Come on. I got the safety. I got all three levels. Why are we doing? Why are you taking another corner when we got corners, John? What are we doing? You know, I'll take Cromartie over Kerry Rhodes 11 times out of 10. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I'm <even> joking. <laughs> the fact, but I trust our corners. I trust our corners. That's why. That's why. Fair enough. But on that note, thank you everyone for tuning in to the Jets episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. Make sure to leave a comment down below. Let us know who you think won. Give us your comments. Who are guys that we missed out on? All right. We know this is a very short list. Three players each with some honorable mentions at the end. Let us know who you, who you would take and how you who are players that you think would help improve this team that are not in the ring of honor or Hall of Famers. But on top of that, as you know, please make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're also on Fansided, all right? We're partnering with Fansided Minute Media. You can find us over at the Jet Press, the Daily Knicks, and probably the Fansided main page, too, depending if they write about the Jets or the Knicks. We're also on YouTube. Maybe, maybe a little light us up right now for talking about the Tampa, uh, the Tampa fan side versus Jordan White. Yeah. Maybe we'll make it to the top right now. Maybe we'll make it. Maybe we will make it. We're also on YouTube. Knicks, Jets, etc. Type it in. Find the page. Subscribe. Hit that <laughs> notification bell. That way you know when it drops. Top you watch in, a video with the, the like page, button. Like it. Subscribe. <laughs> Do it all. Do it all. All right. Leave a comment, especially after this one. Like I said, let us know your thoughts. And while you're also over there, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly, also sponsored by Minute Media. John, video producer Greg, our guy Chip Murphy, co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible and give you their takes on betting odds. So if you need to put money down on the line and you're unsure what to do, go, go check these guys out. But make sure to bet responsibly. And then last and certainly not least... Please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. We out. Let's go, Jets.
Shout out to my team. <laughs> Let's go, Rangers. <laughs>